بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So as you're aware, tonight we have another tele-link with one of our mashayikh, al-Sheikh Yahya al-Nahari, hafizahullah ta'ala, from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, who will be delivering the lecture tonight, which was originally planned as part of the event a few weeks ago, in regards to the ayah, save yourselves and your families from the fire. So that is the lecture the Sheikh will deliver now, insha'Allah ta'ala. نعم يا شيخ نتفضلوا إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا إلى يوم الدين وما بعد فنحمد الله عز وجل على هذا اللقاء وأسأل الله أن يكتبه لقاءً مباركًا وأن يرزقنا العلم النافع والعمل الصالح وأن يعلمنا ما من فضل الله عز وجل علينا هذه الوسائل التي أتاحت لنا فرصة الكلام في مع الإخوة في الله عز وجل في هذا الجامع المبارك وهذا المعهد المبارك أسأل الله أن يبارك فيه في الجهود جهود القائمين عليه ونزيهم خير الجزاء هذا النور الذي يخرج من أجل الدعوة إلى الله عز وجل الدعوة إلى هذا الدين وإلى التمسك بما كان عليه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم والصحابة رضوان الله عليهم وهذا من فضل الله عز وجل ونعمه علينا جميعا موضوع هذه الكلمة وقفات مع قول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا ذكر ابن كثير رحمه الله تعالى في تفسيره وذكر صاحب المختصر مبارك فوري قال علي بن أبي طالب عن ابن عباس قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا يقول اعملوا بطاعة الله اتقوا معاصي الله وأمروا أهليكم بالذكر ينجئكم الله من النار وقال مجاهد قوا أنفسكم وأهليكم نارا 
قال اتقوا الله وأوصوا أهليكم بتقوى الله وقال قتادة تأمرهم بطاعة الله وتنهاهم عن معصية الله وأن تقوم عليهم بأمر الله وتأمرهم به وتساعدهم عليه فإذا رأيت لله معصية قذعتهم قذعتهم عنها وزجرتهم عنها وهكذا قال الضحاك ومقاتل حق على المسلم أن يعلم أهله من قرابته وإيمائه وعبيده ما فرض الله عليهم وما نهاهم الله عنه نعم So the Shaykh began with the Khutbah Al-Hajah, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, the, and then he mentioned after that, that we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this gathering, uh, that Allah has blessed us with the beneficial knowledge within it and the righteous actions upon it. And this is from the virtue of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we have these means these uh, connections and internet and calls that have made it easy for us and presented an opportunity for us to speak with our brothers, uh, our brothers in Islam uh, in this particular masjid, this blessed masjid and in this blessed institute in reference to the mosque here. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless those who are the organizers upon these events, etc., and the mosque. And this goodness that comes out of uh, these affairs and calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to this religion and clinging to it and to what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was upon and what the companions were upon. This is all from the great blessing and virtue of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. And he said, the particular topic today for this uh, short uh, reminder is going to be regarding the ayah, the meaning of which is, save yourselves and your families from the fire. And regarding that ayah, the shaykh mentioned some of the tafsir uh, quoted in the tafsir of Ibn Kathir and also the mukhtasar of Al-Mubarak Furi where several quotes and statements were mentioned about this particular ayah. One of those from Ibn Abbas, where he mentioned the meaning of it is that you have taqwa, that you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in staying away from the sinning against him, and that you command your families with taqwa, and you command them to be upon obedience and similarly from Mujahid, that he said it is to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you advise and counsel your families to be upon the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also. And then it is mentioned from Qatada that it is that you command your families to be upon the, the commandments of Allah and to aid them upon that to aid your families upon that. And if you see some shortcomings from them, you see some errors or deficiencies, then you educate them and teach them regarding what Allah has commanded upon them 
and warn them against that which Allah has prohibited them from. والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول في كتابه يا أيها الذين آمنوا هو أنفسكم أول ما أمر الله عز وجل بقوله قو فعل أمر والوقاية كما ذكر الراغب الأصبهاني رحمه الله تعالى في مفردات ألفاظ القرآن قال هي حفظ الشيء مما يؤذيه ويضره واستدل بقول الله عز وجل ووقاهم عذاب الجحيم والتقوى جعل النفس في وقاية مما يخاف وذلك بفعل المأمور وترك المحذور فالله سبحانه وتعالى أول ما أمر الإنسان نفسه بوقايتها من النار أن يقي نفسه ووقاية الإنسان لنفسه أمر مطلوب أولا أن يبدأ بنفسه وذلك من أعظم الوقاية تعلم العلم الشرعي لأن بالعلم يعرف ما يقي نفسه به من النار وما يقي به أهله من النار يتعلم مراد الله عز وجل ومراد رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ففي هذه الآية حث على تعلم العلم فالله سبحانه وتعالى قال هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون الجواب لا وقال عز وجل يرفع الله الذين آمنوا منكم والذين أوتوا العلم درجات وأخبر الله عز وجل على أن أهل العلم هم الذين استجهدهم استجهد الله بهم على أعظم مشهود وهو توحيده سبحانه وتعالى وأخبر الله عز وجل أنهم أهل الخشية خشية الله عز وجل فتقوى الله عز وجل والوقاية نفس من عذاب الله بالعلم والتعلم يتعلم ما 
من يجب عليه فعله من أوامر الله وما يجب عليه تركه من نواهي الله عز وجل فإذا تعلم وكان على بصيرة بما يكون بما يقوم به من أمر الدين والدنيا فيما يحل ويحرم وما ينجيه من عذاب الله عز وجل انتقل بعد ذلك إلى الأهل So in the ayah then, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, qu anfusakum. O you who believe, protect yourselves. That word there, qu anfusakum, the word qu is a fi'il amr. It's an imperative form of the verb, meaning it's a command. And it is a command for you to protect yourselves because the wiqayah it is as Ar-Rahib al-Asbahani mentioned to preserve and protect something from that which harms it to protect and preserve something from what harms it so in this case it is in reference to protecting and preserving yourself from the punishment from Allah. You wish to protect yourselves from that great punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the taqwa of Allah, it is that you place a protection for yourself from that punishment of Allah by fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfilling the commandments and staying away from the prohibitions and notice the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned here is for mankind to protect themselves meaning from the fire and the person he protects himself begins with himself and that is something that is required you begin with yourself and this is the greatest or from the greatest means from the greatest means of protection is by learning the beneficial knowledge the legislative knowledge of the religion because when you learn the knowledge then you will understand how to protect yourself from the fire and how to protect your families from the fire. So then you learn what the intention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in, in, the, in the ayat and the Qur'an, and what the intention of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is in the texts. So in this ayah, where Allah is telling us to protect yourselves and families, there is an encouragement to seek knowledge. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an 
هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون can they be equal those who know have knowledge and those who do not and similarly Allah mentioned in the Quran يرفعله الذين آمنوا منكم that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he raises those who believe from amongst you وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمِ And those who have been given knowledge, darajat, in levels, Allah raises those who believe from amongst you and have been given knowledge in levels. And also in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the testimony of the people of knowledge upon the greatest thing that can be testified to, and that is the Tawheedullah. The Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is mentioned in the Qur'an how Allah uh, uh, took the testimony of the people of knowledge upon his Tawheed. And also Allah mentioned in the Qur'an how the people of knowledge, they are the people of khashiyah, they are the ones who truly fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the taqwa of Allah and protecting oneself, it comes through knowledge and through learning. You learn what is obligated upon you from the commandments of Allah and learn what is prohibited for you to do what you must abandon. And so if you learn those things and you are upon insight, then you understand how to be upright Upon the affair of this religion and in your worldly matters, what you're allowed to do, what is halal, what is haram, and what will save you from the punishment of the hellfire. And then all of that, you also transfer it over to your family and you educate them of those affairs, of the commandments and the prohibitions, and understanding how to be upright. Upon the religion of Allah. نعم يا شيخ. بعدما أمر الله عز وجل العبد نفسه بعدما أمر الله عز وجل العبد بتقوى الله عز وجل وجعل لنفسه وقاية من النار أمره أيضا أن يقي أهله من النار. وهنا أمر ويدل عليه قول الله عز وجل وأنذر عشيرتك الأقربين وقد امتدح الله سبحانه وتعالى إسماعيل عليه السلام في أمره لأهله بالصلاة فقال الله عز وجل في سورة مريم واذكر في الكتاب إسماعيل إنه كان صادق الوعد وكان رسولا نبيا وكان يأمر أهله بالصلاة والزكاة وكان عند ربه مضيا ويدل على وجوب أيضا وقاية الأهل من النار قوله عليه الصلاة والسلام في الحديث إن الله سائل كل راع عما استرعاه حافظ أم ضيع
وهذا رواه رواه المنذري رحمه الله تعالى في الترغيب والترهيب وصححه الإمام الألباني رحمه الله تعالى فالله سبحانه وتعالى سائل العبد عما استرعاه حفظ أم ضيع الحفظ بأن يؤدي ما وجب عليه تجاه أهله من الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر وما سنقوله بإذن الله عز وجل فأيضا مما يدل على وجوب وقاية الأهل من النار قوله عليه الصلاة والسلام كلكم راع ومسؤول عن رعيته الإمام راع ومسؤول عن رعيته والرجل راع في أهله ومسؤول عن رعيته الحديث فدل على أن العبد مسؤول وسيحاسب على التقصير الذي يصدر منه عند الله سبحانه وتعالى إذا حدث منه تقصير لقاية أهله من النار فهو الحافظ المؤتمن الملتزم لإصلاح أهله والقيام بمصالحهم في دينهم ودنياهم وهو مستأمن عليهم الله سبحانه وتعالى سائل كل راع عما استرعاه حفظ ذلك أم ضيع هل حفظت الرعية الأهل الأبناء أم ضيعت هذه الرعية فستسأل عنها أمام الله عز وجل الله أمرك بوقايتهم وأنفسكم وأهليكم So after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded in the ayah initially to protect yourselves, then after that Allah also commanded in the ayah to protect your families too from the fire. And this commandment in the ayah to protect yourselves and your families is also found in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ And also warn your close clan and close uh, folk. So this indicates the da'wah to the close members and family and protecting them also. And similarly it is mentioned in other ayat regarding the Prophet Ismail, and also that he would command his family with the prayer and with the zakat. And so this is an affirmation of protecting your families as well as yourselves. And in the hadith it mentions that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask every shepherd 
for what he was given the responsibility over. Inna Allah sa'ilun kulla ra'in amma star'ahu. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask every shepherd upon the responsibility he was given to look after. Did he look after that responsibility or did he waste that? And this is mentioned uh, by Al-Mundhari in Al-Targheeb and Targheeb, authenticated by Shaykh Al-Albani. And so the protection of the family, it is that you fulfill the obligations upon you in regards to them, by enjoining the good and forbidding the evil in regards to them. And also, the other similar hadith indicates this as well, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ That all of you are shepherds, and all of you, كُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ عَرَّعِيَتِهِ And all of you are going to be held questionable upon your flock. So the imam is the shepherd over his citizens and he is held accountable upon them, upon his flock. And a man is the shepherd who is held responsible over his family. They are his responsibility, his flock. So the person will be held accountable for any shortcomings in that regard, any shortcomings in regards to his family, and uh, enjoining that good and forbidding that evil, and looking after their affairs. So the person, the man, is a guardian who is entrusted with that responsibility for the rectification and goodness and uprightness of his family, and to perform what is required for the good of his family, for their religious affairs, and for their worldly affairs. So the man is in a situation of responsibility over his family to look after their affairs. And so Allah will ask everyone, all of those shepherds, those in authority and responsibility, did they guard over their responsibilities, those who are their flock, or did they waste them and let them go to waste? And so you will be asked, did you guard over your flock, your family and your children? And you will be asked about that in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam, Shaykh. وَمِمَّا يَجِبُ عَلَيْهِ أَنْ يَأْمُرَ أَهْلَهُ بِهِ الْأَمْرُ بِتَوْحِيدِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ الَّذِي مِنْ أَجْلِهِ خَلَقَ اللَّهُ الْخَلْقِ فقال تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون فهو حق الله على العبيد أن يوحد الله سبحانه وتعالى وأن يأمرهم بتوحيده وإخلاص العبادة له سبحانه وتعالى وما أمر إلا ليعبد الله مخلصين له الدين وأن يحثهم ويأمرهم بمتابعة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم والاقتداء به صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا هو الواجب عليه ويرقب لهم في اتباع السنة والاقتداء بالنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأن يبين لهم شيئا من سيرته عليه الصلاة والسلام 
كذلك مما يأمرهم به الصلاة كما جاء في الحديث أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال مروا أولادكم بالصلاة وهم أبناء سبع سنين اضربوهم عليها وهم أبناء عشر سنين وفرقوا بينهم في المضاجع فيأمرهم بطاعة الله سبحانه وتعالى بالصلاة والزكاة والصيام وسائر فرائض الإسلام ويحثهم على الأخلاق الجميلة ومكارم الأخلاق ومحاسن الأعمال يحثهم على البر على الصلة على حسن الجوار ينهاهم عن ضد ذلك Also from the affairs that are incumbent upon a person to command his family with is the affair of Tawheed, monotheism, that he teaches his family and commands his family with the affair of Tawheed. And this Tawheed is what we, the creation, have been created for. As Allah said in the Qur'an, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship me. So this is the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his servants. So the person, the man must command his family with that, with this tawheed. Just as Allah said, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُلَفَاءَ that they were not commanded except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely upon the religion, upon Tawheed. So he must encourage his family to follow the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to follow that sunnah and uh, uh, encourage them to follow the guidance of the messenger and clarify to them that guidance and from the seerah, etc. And also... As well as Tawheed, he must command them with the prayer. Just like it is mentioned in the hadith that the Prophet said, Muru awladakum Command your children, order them to pray when they are seven years old, and then hit them if they reach the age of ten to pray and separate between them in the sleeping arrangements in the beds. And so a person must command his children with the prayer and with fasting and all of the other obligations of Islam, uh, as well as the good etiquette and the good manners and morals of Islam, upon righteousness, upon keeping the ties of kinship, upon having good neighborly relations, and warn them against the opposite of all of those affairs. Naam, كذلك يجب عليه أن ينهاهم عن كل ما يغضب ما يغضب الله تعالى من الأقوال والأفعال ينهاهم عن الفحشاء ينهاهم عن الإثم ينهاهم عن قول الزور ينهاهم عن الكذب 
ينهاهم عن كل ما أمر الله عز وجل بتركه واجتنابه هذا هو الواجب عليه أن يبين لهم ذلك فيأمرهم بالمعروف وينهاهم عن المنكر كذلك أيضا أن يطهر بيته من الوسائل المفسدة وذلك اقتداء بالنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في قوله لا تدخل الملائكة بيتا فيه كلب ولا صورة فيطهره من الصور التي تمنع دخول الملائكة ومن الكلاب التي تمنع دخول الملائكة وما فيها من مفسدات يزيل ذلك ويطهر بيته من هذه المفاسد ويأمر أهله وبناته بالحجاب وينهاهم عن السفور والتبرج متذكرا قول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من ابتلي من هذه البنات بشيء كنا له سترا من النار يتذكر أنه بتربيته لبناته وحزهم على أن يكن عفيفات يكن مسلمات قانتات تائبات عابدات كنا له سترا من النار إذا سعى في تربيتها وجعلها مسلمة ممتثلة أوامر الله عز وجل كانت له سترا ووقاية من النار فالله سبحانه وتعالى لم يغفل عن تربية الأبناء والأولاد والأهل بل حث عليهم في هذه الآية وأن يسعى الأب جاهدا سعيا حثيثا من أجل وقاية أبنائه وبناته وأهله من النار 
بكل ما استطاع حتى يكون حتى تكون البيت حتى يكون هذا البيت بيتا صالحا فيسعى في تربية أبنائه وأهله تربية إسلامية متابعا لهم ناظرا في ناظرا لهم ومن ومع من يجلس فالرجل على دين خليله فلينظر أحدكم من يخالل ينظر من يخالل أبناؤه وبناته وأهله فإن كان فإن كان الصاحب لهم صاحب صلاة وقرآن وبر وصلة وكلام طيب وتقوى لله عز وجل فليظفر بهذا الصاحب لابنه أو لبنته أو لأهله فعليه مسؤولية عظيمة أن يراقب أهله مراقبة تقيهم من عذاب الله عز وجل So then the Sheikh mentioned after also from the obligations that are upon the man, upon the, the one responsible regarding his family, is that he prohibits his family from all of those affairs that anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He prohibits his family from what angers Allah, from the various forms of sinning and false speech and statements and crude speech and ill speech and lying and all of that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded to be abandoned and avoided and refrained from then he must implement in his household and make sure that his family is abstaining from all of those affairs. This is what is incumbent upon him, what is obligatory upon him. So he must command and enjoin the good and forbid the evil in his household. And he must purify his household from all of the means of corruption within his household And that is in implementation of the statement of the Prophet ﷺ where he mentioned that the angels do not enter a house within it there is a dog or pictures and so he must purify his house, his home from dogs or pictures or other forms of corruption, other matters of corruption in his house He must get rid of them and purify his house from those matters and command and enjoin upon his daughters in particular 
that they wear the appropriate garments, they cover themselves with the appropriate hijab, and that he prohibits them from uh, uh, exposing their beauty uh, in a manner that is incorrect and uh, unbefitting and impermissible. And he must remember the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, or remember the fact that if he raises his daughters in this correct way, commanding them with the hijab, warning them against exposing their beauty and not covering, and they are then chased, and they are good uh, Muslims, the daughters, and they are upright upon the religion, and they are repentant to Allah, and they are worshippers of Allah, then that will be a means of protection for him from the fire. That is of benefit. And so he strives for their good upbringing and their good nurturing and raising them in the good way. And that is in uh, implementation of the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it will be a means of protection from the fire for him to do that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not neglect the tarbiyah of the family, of the children, the upbringing and the raising of them and their cultivation. Allah did not neglect that. Rather, Allah encouraged upon that affair in the ayah. And so the father must strive with all of his effort in order to protect his sons and daughters from the fire, with all of his capability, with everything he is able to do, such that his house becomes a righteous house. And so he must strive in that good cultivation and upbringing of his children and the environment for his family to make it an Islamic environment. And he must follow up and supervise his children and look into who they are accompanying, who their colleagues are, who their friends are, who do they sit with. As the messenger mentioned, that a person will be upon the religion of his beloved one. That a person will be upon the religion of his beloved one. So let him look to whom he sits with. <coughs> When he mentioned in the narration, إِنَّ الْمَرْأَ عَلَى دِينِ خَلِيلِهِ فَلْيَنْظُرْ أَحَدُكُمْ مَنْ يُخَالِلِ So he must look to see who the friends of his family are, of his sons, etc. Are they good people? Are they righteous people? Are they people of the Qur'an? Are they people of good speech? Are they people of taqwa? The friends and the company and the colleagues of his family, of his children... He needs to supervise and look into those affairs and make sure that everything is good and upright. So there is a great responsibility upon the father in regards to this. And so he must do that, look, into the, uh, look after the affairs of his children and look into who they are sitting with and where their company is. And all of that is a means to protecting them ultimately from the punishment of Allah. Naam, إذا علمنا من هذا وهو الدعوة إلى الله سبحانه وتعالى 
كل هذا من الدعوة إلى الله عز وجل والله يقول في كتابه ومن أحسن قولا ممن دعا إلى الله وعمل صالحا وقال إنني من المسلمين لا أفضل من الداعية إلى الله سبحانه وتعالى أنت يا عبد الله بتوجيهك لأهلك أنت داعية إلى الله أنت تدعو إلى الله عز وجل وتبين لأهلك ما يجب عليهم فعله وما يجب عليهم تركه أن هذا من أحسن القول ولا أحسن منه وشهد الله عز وجل بذلك ومن أحسن قولا ممن دعا إلى الله وعمل صالحا ابدأ بأهلك فلا أنفع لأحد من نفسك لنفسك ومن ومن أهلك منك تنفعهم وأعظم ما تنفعهم به ما يقيهم من النار والنبي عليه الصلاة والسلام يقول اتقوا النار ولو بشق تمرة فالأمر جسيم والمسؤولية أمام الله عظيمة نحذر من التهاون في هذه في هذا الأمر فالنار معدة لمن خالف أمر الله عز وجل أسأل الله عز وجل أن يقين وإياكم أهلين النار وأن يغفر لنا وتجاوز عنا وأن يوفقنا لما يحبه ويرضاه وأن يعيننا على ذكره وشكره وحسن عبادته وأن يجعلنا ممن يستمع القول فيتبع أحسنه والله أعلم صلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين جزاكم الله خير شيخنا بارك الله فيكم آمين آمين وفيكم الله صلى الله تعالى يجعل هذا في ميزان حسناتكم آمين آمين الله يجزاكم خير الله الله فيكم جزاكم الله خير شيخنا حياكم الله يكون نغادر الشيخ ولا تكمل نعم يا شيخ تريد نغادر ولا تكمل تكمل أنا سأكمل يا شيخنا أنتم إذا تريدون أن تغادروا ما في مشكلة الآن طيب لا بس جزاكم الله بارك الله فيكم حياكم الله نستمع اليكم لانتهي طيب ان شاء الله so then the sheikh mentioned that uh, if we now know of this affair uh, calling our families to the goodness and enjoying the good and forbidding the evil and protecting them from the fire then all of that action of yours is a type of da'wah you are engaged in da'wah doing that with your own families 
Because Allah mentioned in the Quran, and who is better in statement, in his speech, than the one who calls to Allah, and does the righteous actions, and says indeed I am from the Muslims. So you are a caller to Allah, when you are giving this da'wah to your own families, by raising them in the right way, and joining the good, forbidding the evil, clarifying to them what is obligatory upon them, Uh, to do and what they must abstain from. All of that is from the best of the speech and the best of the statement that Allah mentioned in the Quran that who is better in statement and speech than the one who calls to Allah. So you in your own families when you do that, you are in this. Your statements to your families upon uh, enjoining the good and forbidding the evil, it is all a means of calling to Allah, da'wah to Allah in your own families. So begin with your families, and there is nobody more beneficial for them than you, and the greatest of the benefit you can give your families is to protect them from the fire. So uh, protect, and as it mentions in the hadith, Protect yourselves from the fire, even if it be with half a date. Protect yourselves from the fire, even if it be by half a date. So the responsibility is tremendous. And so we must be wary and precautious of becoming slack in this affair, of becoming lackadaisical in this affair. Rather, it is a great responsibility upon us. And so, the fire, we need to remember, the fire has been prepared for those who oppose the commands of Allah. And so, it is a great responsibility to make sure that our families are upon righteousness, not opposing the commands of Allah. And that is where the Shaykh concluded, and he made dua for everybody that Allah protects us and you and our families from the fire, and that He forgives for us, and uh, guides us, and gives us success to doing that, which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and aids us upon the righteous and good actions. And that is where the shaykh, he concluded there. Now, are there questions or anything? Huh? شيخنا هل عندكم وقت لسؤال واحد؟ لا بس والله سائل يقول هل هناك نصيحة خاصة للأمهات مسؤوليتهن؟ أقول الكلام ما ذكرناه هو ينطبق على الرجال وعلى النساء. كما جاء في الحديث كلكم راع وكلكم مسؤول عن رعيته إلى أن قال والمرأة راعية في بيت زوجها ومسؤولة عن رعيتها فهي كذلك أيضا مأمورة بوقاية نفسها ووقاية أهلها أيضا فالكلام للرجال هو كلام للنساء ما لم يدل التخصيص النساء بالحجاب هذا خاص بهن وأما في العموم
الكلام واحد فنصيح الجميع فالمرأة مأمورة بطاعة الله عز وجل كذلك هي مأمورة بوقاية نفسها ووقاية أهلها من النار So there was a question that is there any particular or specific advice for the women? Here the topic has been about the men and the uh, looking after their households. What about the women in particular and advice for them? So the Sheikh said in reality everything we've spoken about all of these details here they apply to the men and to the women in the general regard. Because in the hadith it says, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ The narration that was mentioned, all of you are shepherds and responsible for your flock. In the same hadith later on, it mentions that a woman is a shepherd in the house of her husband. And that she has the responsibility in that home, in guarding over the home also. So she is also commanded to protect herself and her family and maintain the good affairs within the home and so what we have said regarding or what is said in regards to the women is the same generally as what is said in regards to the men as for those affairs that are specific like the hijab and the covering of course those are for the women but otherwise the nasiha the advice is for everybody here men and women they are all commanded to be upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to protect themselves and their families and their children. Shaykhana, fi su'al akhir ma adriyani, fi waktullah. Ya bas, tafadhan. Sa'ilin yaqul, Hal hunaka nasiha li al-istihidad li ramadhan yani bima yata'allaq bihadhi al-ayah? هذه الآية عامة في جميع أمور الدين من الأوامر والنواهي ومن ذلك الأمر بالصيام وهو في قول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم فامتثال أوامر الله عز وجل فعل الأوامر وقاية من النار ومن ذلك الأمر بالصيام بالصيام فمن صام رمضان قد امتثل الأمر في قوله في قول الله عز وجل فمن شهد منكم الشهر فليصمه ففي هذه الآية أيضا الأمر بالصيام الأمر بالحج الأمر بالصلاة الأمر بالزكاة الأمر بكل أوامر الله عز وجل والانتهاء عما نهى الله عز وجل كذلك أيضا الأمر بالعكس أيضا من لم يفعل الأمر 
كان معرضا للوعيد الشديد بالنار والعياذ بالله عذن الله إياكم نعم Somebody was asking the question regarding this ayah protecting yourselves and your families from the fire is there any advice connected to Ramadan and uh, preparation for Ramadan or receiving Ramadan so the sheikh said the ayah is general to all circumstances all affairs of the religion in terms of the commandments and the prohibitions and so in regards to Ramadan the ayah in the Quran it mentions that the uh, fasting has been obligated upon you, just as it was obligated upon those who came before you. And so implementing the, the worship of fasting uh, and all other commandments, this is all a form of protecting yourself from the fire. So whether it be the fasting or it be uh, uh, other actions of worship, they are all under that banner of protecting yourselves from the punishment protecting yourselves from the fire. And so Allah has commanded us in the Qur'an with regards to the fasting. Whomsoever witnesses the month, the beginning of the month, then let him fast, he must fast. And so fasting, zakat, hajj, all of the different commandments of the religion, they are under this affair. And so you command with the good and you warn against the evil. And so the one who doesn't do that, the opposite, the one who doesn't fulfill these commandments, then he is under threat from the threat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of punishment. So whether it is Ramadan or other than Ramadan, the point is enjoining the good and forbidding the evil in all of those circumstances, and that is a means of protection from the fire. سبحانك اللهم وحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك ونتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته